All right, welcome to the Nelson Johnson Show. All right. Yay. So today, we actually have the Nelson Johnson Show without Nelson Johnson himself. <laughs> so he is out of the office, so to speak, but we're going to fill in. We're going to have an amazing show. Today, I have Yolanda, a.k.a. Doc, the <laughs> business coach with us, and then we have Messiah in the studio live. We had him in um, on Skype last week, and we had some technical difficulties, so we're excited to have him I'm in today. Yeah, we're glad to have you, Messiah. Thank yes, you for yes. <laughs> so today we're going to kind of continue to go through um, our uh, business kind of wrapped package sort of deal. We're going to kind of follow up a little bit with marketing, especially since we have you. We're going to talk about um, sales, and then we're going to go into <laughs> we're going to go into um, establishing business credit. So we have a really good show for you guys today. So stay tuned in. We're going to play another song for you, and then we're going to get right in. Fishbowl Network, jump right in.
Mr. D. All right. So dancing in September. I don't know if you guys got to hear that because we got to kind of mute the music. So we got a little bit of cookout old school groove here. Um, but yeah, so today we're going to get started. So for the month of May, Nelson really wanted to kind of focus in on entrepreneurship and really kind of creating a whole sort of plan or program for people that were interested in starting a business or perhaps had a business and wanted to kind of refine or just kind of revamp, revamp their business. And so we've, you know, talked about a few different things over the course of the last few weeks. Last week, we had a chance to talk about marketing and just really honing in on the impact of marketing. Marketing is an extreme um, focus of business. It's one of the ways that you're able to be successful. And so we had Masai, we had you on the show last week and kind of, again, we didn't really get to talk as much. So we wanted to kind of ask just a little bit more on like what you do and how you can help a business owner be able to market their brand and really help them hone in on their logo and their designs and everything like that. All right, I'm ready. Can, can you hear me now? <laughs> yes, we can hear you. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> well, let me, let me start with how I call mm -hmm. Purple Peacock or why I call Purple Peacock mm -hmm. Purple Peacock. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So it's a mixture of two names or two concepts. Um, I don't know if you have ever driven from Dallas to Houston or Houston, mm -hmm. Dallas. Just or anything two weeks like ago. Yeah, just two weeks <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah. Yep. And what do you see on the, on the sides, on the field? A bunch of cows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You'll see brown cow cows, black and white cows, light brown, yeah. dark brown. But you, it's nothing that will make you stop your car. Okay. Mm. You're not going to keep uh, stop and take notice. You're going to keep on going to your destination. Mm -hmm. right. But what if you saw a purple cow out there? Yeah. You're going to stop your car because, mm -hmm. one, yeah. you're going viral. You're going viral. And, you know, <clears throat> it's something that's different. It's something that causes you to stop and take a, take notice. Yeah. Yeah. Now me personally, I love peacocks. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but inside <laughs> I like think NBC. I am they're vibrant. Yeah. They're vibrant, they're yeah. regal. Mm -hmm. uh, feathers wow. all over the place of male peacocks. And they're cocky. They they when they want attention, they'll yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah. So Flamboyant. I mix I yeah. mix the two con the concepts together mm -hmm. because they are both attention grabbers. Okay. Absolutely. So when it comes to branding mm -hmm. Of course, you know, the the difference between branding and uh, a brand and a, and a logo. A brand mm -hmm. is what your audience or what people say about you when you're not in the room. Mm -hmm. Right. How they your logo is you. simply the symbol of that brand. Yeah. yeah. So um, when you have a logo, you want something that's going to complement mm -hmm. what people are saying. Yeah. yeah. And the symbol of what people are saying. But you want people to notice it. Mm -hmm. You want your audience to notice it. You want um, future clientele to notice it. It's yeah. so vitally important. Yeah. Most definitely. Totally agree. And I so, think, oh, go ahead. Okay. So tell, tell us about your background. How did you get into marketing and mm -hmm. things like that? And how did you start your business and then get that marketing focus? You know, I, I used to do it for free for a long time. Mm -hmm. And it was something I fell in love with because I love color. I mm -hmm. love flamboyance. Mm -hmm. um, I love uh, symbolism. Yeah. You know, I, I pastored for quite some time. Oh, okay, and, cool. Um, All right. Um, in that journey and yeah. in that structure, you want to have some good optics out there and yes, learn how to yeah. push your stuff but outsourcing it it gets expensive yeah Very so much. when that happened you know when i found out you know i could save a little money yeah by finding out how to do this and teaching mm -hmm. myself and and uh connecting and partnering with other uh digital artists mm -hmm. you know i found out how much money i could i could save yeah. in our in our um in 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 our bottom line so uh for years, I, I've done it for free, <laughs> and it's fulfilling. Mm -hmm. And one thing I always say, you know, if you're going to do something, find something that you 
love to do for free yeah. and it's just as fulfilled to find a way to get paid for it that's, and right. that's what you should be doing that's right Absolutely. so that's how I got into it good move yeah. that's cool and I like that you have a story I'm a sucker I think I said this last week for a story I think when you are able to articulate and kind of share it really draws people into your brand right. and what you are perhaps mm-hmm. selling so I think that, you know, looking at someone who is starting a business, right, and they come to you and they're like, I want a logo. But I think all the things that you just said there, you know, symbolism, yes. and then I like how you broke up the difference between your person or your brand and your logo. That seems like it's a very kind of intense journey on you don't just come and say, oh, here are the colors I want, but how do you get And not to say that you can't switch things up later on, on mm-hmm, down absolutely. the line as you grow, but how do you come you know how do you help people identify like a really strong um their personal brand their logo Mm -hmm. like how do you help them and maybe even kind of drive them to see something that perhaps they don't even see they're just coming and they're saying you know i need optics i need graphics i want to you know create a logo but i don't really know you know how to how to go about that how do you get them (coughs) to that that uh, end point you know uh, a lot of it's on me Mm-hmm. I have to find out their story yes. and who they serve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it's a business or when it comes to a business, you shouldn't open a business because you have a product. Right. You open a business because you're solving a problem. <coughs> Absolutely. Right. So I find out what problem you're solving, mm-hmm. and then that way I can identify your audience mm-hmm. and then mold your logo based off of that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, what I do, um, I do consulting. I have my consulting company, mm-hmm. so I do uh, small business startups as well. What I do when I'm meeting with a client and they tell me about their business um, and what they want to do with their business, <clears throat> the first thing I do is begin my market research because there's so much that goes into a logo yes. that yeah. we don't know. And really, it frustrates me when people uh, start their business and the first thing they have up there is their face. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it ain't about you, boo. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but what I do is um, I, I, I do the research and look at companies that are similar to theirs. Yeah. Because, um, you know... Uh, Financial companies. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, no, let's go food companies. Mm-hmm. What are the colors with food companies? Red. Red. Yeah. McDonald's. Yeah. Burger King. Taco Bell. All of those. They, they, they have a red base. So when you see red and yellow, first thing that comes to your mind is McDonald's. Right. You know, when you see red and gold, first thing that comes to your mind is Burger King. Right. When you see uh, purple and pink, first thing that comes to your mind is Taco Bell. Right. So there's, when you see uh, other colors, first thing that comes to your mind is financial institutions, if it's gold or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you have to take those considerations in when you're thinking about your business. And when I created my, my, my company, I, I looked at million-dollar companies because right. that's why would I uh, – pay for the research when I can go out there and see what they did if they're a company similar to mine. They already did it. If if they're using gold and blue and silver for their uh, marketing company, you best believe they pay somebody hundreds of thousands of dollars to figure that out. So that gives me a base to start my logo. Those colors, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So there's so much that goes into a logo that most people don't think about. You know? I think that's really good, and I think as you and and you talked a little bit about that story, so I think that I think it kind of segues in, mm-hmm. right? And and Nelson talked about that last week. He gave us some points on you know understanding your target market, yeah. um, being able to identify your audience, yes. and then I think we we didn't get a chance to kind of move into the sales piece, mm-hmm. but that's a huge component, right? Oh, yeah. A lot of people think that in order to be a salesperson, you got to be pushy, you mm-hmm. got to be like flamboyant, you got to be out there, mm-hmm. but in reality, it's all about just telling your story. You Absolutely. could be the most you yeah. know humble, meek, quiet, um, introverted person, Mm -hmm. but you could still be really successful in selling your brand, your product with just, you know, having really good sales skills. So Mm -hmm. 
what what would you say especially as a business coach yeah. how do you kind of coach people into selling their product and being successful well like Masai said you, you one you're you're coming up with a product to fill a need absolutely so that's the first concept who who's your market uh, for the need that you're filling yeah um i have uh i have a uh, a uh, an english uh, shade ice company italian ice company and i have a spanish shade ice company Two completely different demographics. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. My Spanish shaved ice company has a character that relates to the Hispanic community, right. and the color scheme is completely different. Um, so when I'm looking at the Hispanic community, I have that Hispanic character, one that's going to promote it. I have the Hispanic colors, the reds, the yellows, and the oranges that's also going to promote it. And I have uh, the Spanish names of the flavors that they like. Mm -hmm. So when they see that, that's drawing them in. When they see my English company, it's not drawing them in. Right. You know what I mean? But when they see that, that's something that they can relate to. Oops. That's something that they can relate to that goes along with their culture. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So that's that's one way to draw them in is you uh, cre create your um, your brand based on the target audience that you're, that you're trying to get revenue from. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And, the, and the, the word culture is a trigger word for yes. me. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because it also it, it helps define mm -hmm. your uh, company's identity and your right. identity. Um, that's how I got into business. Mm -hmm. One, I, I've been in corporate America, but I got laid off. Yeah. So I needed to figure something out. Yes, yeah. right. You know? yeah. So I you know, sat there and I, I thought about what skills do I have? What mm -hmm. services did I use? Mm -hmm. Right. And I learned how to um, become the type of person to create what I use. Absolutely. So instead of being a consumer, yeah. you know, I, I wanted or had the desire to become, you know, the the product or the problem mm -hmm. sol solver right. that I used to seek out for. Yeah. yeah. And that was digital design. You know, Messiah, you said something that, that resonates with me. Um, when you reach that point where you're laid off mm -hmm. and you vow that you're never going to be in that position <laughs> again, yes. that's what I did. That's, that's what right. prompted me to start. Well, that and another thing. That's what prompted me to start my business. That's mm -hmm. one. The other one was uh, uh, when I'm with, with the company, I was working for the company and I told my manager and I went on. I was like, hey, you know, and I told you guys this story before. I didn't tell Masai. I said, hey, you know, I'd, I'd like to find out what opportunities there are for, mm -hmm. you know, to take it to, to go to the next level within the company. And my manager sat back in her seat, you know, folded her arms and said, what makes you think that you can be a leader? Mm. That's the fire that keeps me going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the thing. Every time I think about uh, quitting, giving up, selling my businesses or something like that, uh, those you words, I even have them on my wall next to my vision board. That's right. But so between that and also between uh, being in that position mm -hmm. uh, where you didn't have that revenue coming in, that that's the thing that motivates me. So we got a lot in common. Oh, yeah. I'm much yeah. better in a fight. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. much oh, better yeah. in a fight. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. if you put me in the, in, the, in the corner or in a position, I'm going to think strategy. Yeah. I'm going to figure out Absolutely. what we need to do. Yeah. To get out of this corner, and, yeah. You know, in the time we live, we live in, we're all in a corner. Yeah, it's just yeah, a matter of business owner. Right? We're all oh, constantly yeah. in, we're in, the, in a corner, constantly Definitely. in a corner. Mm -hmm. So it's all about figuring out. Okay, so what do I have embedded inside of me yeah. that these people will need? Yeah. Absolutely. And once you discover that and and find out how to solve that problem. Mm -hmm. There's no yeah. stops. Yep. The no other stops. thing too is what do you have inside of you uh, to meet those people need people's need. The other thing that I did, what do I have inside of me to create the revenue to get the, the product to get the business to meet right. those people's needs? Absolutely. Right. And what am I naturally that. good at in addition to that? Exactly. So sometimes we have to go and do like a skills assessment, right? Yes. Especially for somebody that's saying like, yeah. what is my purpose or what are, what am I supposed to be doing? You mm -hmm. kind of do a skills assessment to see like what you're really good at, and even sometimes getting feedback from your your peers and yeah. mentors and people like. 
that mm-hmm. and kind of seeing how they observe you and your personal brand right. even yeah. if you haven't identified that to be able to kind of help you and then utilize that to fuel that's um, so important yeah, yeah. very good so, so and you one of the things that i think um i was going to ask you so we talked to about um god i lost my train of thought i forgot what i was gonna say um oh you, when you were talking about being uh, laid off, I think right now society, the world with the, the great resignation, that's mm-hmm. a really big thing. People have yeah. been pushed. People have kind of gotten fed up with, mm-hmm. you know, going and, and making the amount of money that they've been making. Yeah. And now they're, you know, they're going and figuring out yeah. different purposes Absolutely. and passions yeah. and starting businesses. <laughs> yeah. And so this has been deemed the great resignation. Mm-hmm. So. What better time than now? So Absolutely. if you have a business idea, mm-hmm. or you have a dream, or you have a goal, yeah. go for it. Think yeah. about it like this. Okay, so when you wake up in the morning, you should wake up about 100%, 75%. Mm-hmm. When you go to work, mm-hmm. and you work for someone else's vision, mm-hmm. and you give a percentage of yourself and throw that towards that vision, yeah. they get the money, yeah. Yeah, but you get the tips. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And from where I come, where I come from, that's another type of uh, establishment. Mm-hmm. I don't know how raw I can be on here, <laughs> yeah. but that's a that's another type of establishment yeah. on the streets. Yeah. yeah. So I decided if I'm going to be pimped, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to be my own <laughs> pimp. That's right. Yeah. I'm gonna take it all. I'm gonna take it all. You know? So I, I had to think like, what would happen mm-hmm. if I threw a hundred percent of myself towards Absolutely. my own mm-hmm. vision? Yeah. The thing that I said, if I can make a company uh, millions of dollars, I know I can make myself several Man. hundred thousand. Yeah. Absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? Even more than that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. In the long Even run. You yeah. know what I mean? So, one, you have to realize your worth. What Absolutely. is your worth? Yes. You know, if they hired you, you have some worth in it. If they're hiring mm-hmm. you to do a job, then you have skills. Yeah. All you have to do is figure out how do I turn those skills into a business Absolutely. so that right. I can create more revenue for self sustainability and be independent. Absolutely. Yeah. And don't look at it from a macro level, right? Sometimes yes. you got to go in and look at a micro level like yeah. I think Crystal said a couple of weeks ago when she was here it was like look at you know if I want to make this amount of money and work backwards and yeah. how many products do I have to sell how much of my services do I have to sell and realize once you set your goals that you can actually achieve that mm-hmm. the things that we think may be so far-fetched and yeah. far off yeah. they're really obtainable we just yeah. got to have a really good right. finite plan yeah to get there so. and then give yourself permission to be successful mm-hmm. that's real good. because sometimes we cut ourselves short yeah mm-hmm. because we believe the things that other people told us yeah you know, our yeah. subconscious takes our sub- and right thing. absolutely yeah. Yeah. Shut that up. Yeah. yeah society i mean society is is against us i mean when we right. walk out the door as mm-hmm. people of color everything is against us mm-hmm. so w- what i what i've learned to do and what i had to do was kind of create a mental bubble mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. tells me that i'm this that tell i do affirmations and everything that's right i gotta tell myself as soon as i go outside that door it's going to be another what makes you think that you can do this yeah you know right. what i mean and that's how you how you excel and i we talked on the show before that you know business and success starts with the mentality yes. Absolutely. you know it's got to have that mentality and that turn that into tenacity and make that thing happen and i'm so grateful to be born like during this time mm-hmm. in this generation because yeah. like my four-year-old we do affirmations yeah uh, we do affirmations on the way to school yeah. in the morning and yeah. i mean even before i had got to it his his first teacher she was already doing it so he was like i'm smart i'm mm-hmm. intelligent mm-hmm. he was like you know i'm con- i mean he had a extreme level high level of confidence yeah. and so i'm really grateful that we're during this time yeah, where we're absolutely. there's some self healing, mm-hmm. there's a lot more self awareness. Mm-hmm. We understand the value yeah. of affirmations and mm-hmm. really, you know, going forward to make the change to be, you know, create legacy and wealth 
for us and our families and generations Absolutely. to come. Very so it's a really, so. like Drake said, what a time to be alive. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Uh, but I think, you know, we always talk about um, the benefits of business, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, you could go out here, you could have your story together, you can have, you know, the ser your services built, your, your products. What happens when you get no, mm -hmm. right? So I'm in sales, and mm -hmm. so I get no, told yeah. no all the time, right? Oh, yeah. One of the books that I um, am currently reading is called Never Split the Difference, and mm -hmm. he actually talks about how starting with no mm -hmm. is actually a benefit because mm -hmm. he says that when you, people say no, it's already they're already somewhat involved in the conversation right. mm -hmm. because they're already they're kind responding. of they're yeah, yeah, and they think that they're somewhat they feel like they're in control because they said no when right. perhaps they may want to say yes, mm -hmm. but if, even if you can get them started with the no, it can create opportunity to open up that question that the. the the conversation. Yeah. So I, I obviously I have some feedback there, but what do you guys think when you've done everything you've done, everything you could do on your end, you put your, your sales plan together, you put your business mm -hmm. plan together, you, you know, you're going to uh, festivals, you're going to Dallas farmer's market or mm -hmm. whatever. And you, you not, maybe not be as successful as you thought you would be. Mm -hmm. What do you do then? How do you get through? Um, and how do you kind of reform or, or revamp your, your sales strategy? Well, uh, for the most part, you know, we tend to build on our strengths. Mm -hmm. um, as companies, as businesses, we tend to build build on our strengths. But the feedback of your customer customer base mm -hmm. is so vital, vitally important. Yeah, that's right. So when so. you listen to your customer and you find out yeah. what can I tweak, what can I move, what can I do differently, yeah, and then apply and incorporate though that that bits of, of feedback mm -hmm. to your business or corporation mm -hmm. or whatever, absolutely. then you'll start to see the the return of. Uh, a retention of a customer base yeah, or yeah. you yeah. know uh, a growing or spreading about of, of a customer base so it's just about listening and, mm -hmm. and yeah. watching and partnering yeah, mm -hmm. collaboration yeah. with absolutely. the right people that's that's extremely important to build another strategy because sometimes it's extremely important mm -hmm. to have a cold set of eyes mm -hmm. looking at the same thing you're looking at absolutely. because sometimes you could be the the person that's editing what they wrote mm -hmm. you could you could you could um, you could be the what do you call it when uh, when you're writing a book um, and, oh, and um, the, under, under, the editor, yeah, yeah the or, ghostwriter, or the, like the forward, or the, the people that, yeah, the, the people that make sure everything uh, yeah. is correct. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, editor, yeah. You, the reason yeah. it's it's bad to proofread your own mm -hmm. work is mm -hmm. because you wrote it. Yeah, so you know what you meant. Absolutely. Yeah. But if you had a cold set of eyes, mm -hmm. they would be able to see exactly what's written there and then help you and help navigate you to describe exactly what you're trying to say. And this is it's the same thing with business. If you get a cold set of eyes on it. Mm -hmm. Then they could provide some um, some feedback, not yeah. just any cold set of eyes, effective cold set of eyes. Yeah, and they could provide feedback in order for your growth. Yeah, that's yeah. I was gonna say that's really good because we live in a society where everything is based off of reviews. Yeah. I don't do anything. Yeah. I'm always like kind of the guru for mm -hmm. our family. Like whenever we go out to eat, right. so I am. Um, unasked you know I'm the one that selects the restaurants right mm -hmm. so if, it, if it's a bad restaurant it's my fault right. <laughs> so I never select a restaurant uh, that doesn't have at least 4.2 stars and so like to your point you know it's really is is a great way to kind of understand you know how you can make changes improve, or better right. yeah, improve and I think it's really important to take that into consideration because I've seen several especially black businesses mm -hmm. black restaurants that come and they have a really good product mm -hmm. but they might be lacking in service yeah. Yeah. and and I'm like, I want to see you be successful, yeah. but I can't come back here yeah. with yeah. that level of service. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, and I'll still go because I know we, we. There's always that thing of like, we can't just 
mm-hmm. can't just be one and done with our own people. Yeah. We'll go to Wendy's or we'll go wherever else and, and yeah. have bad service and we'll still be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that that's a very pivotal point is, you know, having that close set of eyes to yeah. really kind of help you, um, you know, best be your best. Yeah, I know uh, for me, um, when I have a bad day or something like that, I go back and look at it like um, for my Italian ice company. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have a lot of competitors out there for, mm-hmm. for Italian ice and, uh, versus shaved ice. A lot of people yeah. in Texas don't even know what it's. They don't. They're, they're, they're not right? hip yet. Huh? No, they don't. <laughs> <always use those things. laughs> yeah, they don't. Yeah. So I had I, when I first started my my, uh, my business, I was at an event, and you know, I was doing the Italian ice, but the snow cone people were just kicking Boom. my butt, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just <laughs> cranking them out. So I was like, okay, what can I do? So I went back to the drawing board and I said, okay, I need to come out with a different strategy. So I regrouped and then I said, okay, this is what I'll do. I bought some little tiny spoons and I gave samples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you give samples side by side, it seals the deal. Yeah. Right. It seals Absolutely. the deal. It creates value. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. then I started doing the free samples and then my lines started getting longer and longer. After that, they knew my brand. They knew what I had. So when they saw me every time, they're like, oh yeah, I want this. I don't want the shade dice. Absolutely. Right. You know what I mean? So you have to be... Um, Flexible in your branding yes. and flexible in your str- your strategy uh, to reach the clients that are going to be bring- bringing in your revenue. And also, you have to look at what your competition is doing. I Absolutely. wish Toys R Us would have would have learned that. Yeah, because they they from my perspective, mm-hmm. when Amazon came on the on the, yeah. on the on the field, Toys R Us had the opportunity to oh, change yeah. their business oh, yeah. their business model, but they yeah. didn't. Yep. They didn't. Yeah. Yep. So here comes the the audience, mm-hmm. and your your target audience now mm-hmm. is moving to online sales because of its convenience. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. I don't like to go to the mall. Yeah. I don't like to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So because it's convenient, some yeah. some of the stuff is cheaper, yeah. you know, and it lands right in front of your door. Mm-hmm. And then Toys R Us is no longer in the picture. Absolutely. So it's extremely important yeah. to be stay flexible and innovative and and stay in tune with what your audience is saying. Yeah. And, and that's the same thing that happened with Blockbuster. 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 Yeah. yeah. We actually did when I was get my master's degree yeah. we actually did a case study on blockbuster and netflix and mm-hmm. netflix went to blockbuster and they said hey we have this really cool digital concept mm-hmm. that we want to introduce the streaming platform and they laughed in their face mm-hmm. right. this will never happen yeah. and now you got interesting is even now netflix right because everybody we always you know screen sharing mm-hmm. sharing our passwords that's what the password share and now even they're having to figure out how to go mm-hmm. you know really uh, innovate because they want to capture more sales uh-huh. and with us right. sharing our passwords it's yeah. like i got five people over here but everybody using the same password so yeah. even, you know it's a constant right. um sort of uh, evolution yeah mm-hmm. how can yeah. they make themselves mm-hmm. different because all of the networks are coming out with apps now and streaming yeah. and streaming services so um hopefully they can find a way to yeah. differentiate differentiate themselves even mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. to um to go ahead of the other uh, streaming apps yeah yeah and I think, too, if, especially if you offer us some sort of service, like you offer, mm-hmm. you know, the business coaching, I think it's really important. And I'm sure even in graphics to understand, oh, yeah. to ask the questions so that people, it's not just, because even in sales, sometimes you just, you're at the mall and somebody's like, let me tell you about this. Mm-hmm. Let me give you this. But right. really, you know, taking the time to ask people a little bit about yes. understanding the problem, because yeah. then if you're able to do that, then you tend to have less objections because right. you've already you already know as they're telling you what their problems are yeah. mm-hmm. you're already solving for them in your head yes, you know okay the product that i have the key benefits and features mm-hmm. are gonna they're gonna solve your problem yeah. and so i think that that's really important because it happens even like i said i'm in sales on a daily basis mm-hmm. and you know 
I get no sometimes. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. sometimes I got to just go back to the drawing board mm-hmm. and really understand what's important to this customer. What's a hot button? Really, mm-hmm. truly, what is the need and how can I solve for yeah, that? So that's important. a really, really important thing. Yeah. Sales and marketing go hand in hand. They go hand they in go hand. They go hand in hand. Yeah. And they're different mm-hmm. because the sales piece is the, is the closing the deal. The marketing piece is getting in front that's of right. the yeah. The marketing is the, is the one that's going to draw, draw you, you in. in. Yes. And then the sales is going to close, close the deal. Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, cool. Well, we're going to go ahead, Mr. Producer. We're going to let you DJ us another song, take a little break, and we'll be right back. Makes no difference what you're going through. You're going to make it. God's going to see you through. Hold your head up, put a smile on your face This is another test, even as always So get ready, get ready for your blessing For your blessing, get ready, get ready For your miracle, for your miracle Get ready, get ready for your blessing For your blessing, get ready, get ready For your miracle, for your miracle You've been hurting deep down inside. Let me encourage you, it's gonna be alright. Troubles and trials come to make you strong. Keep on believing, you keep holding on. Get ready for your blessing. Say that with me. God's got a blessing. God's got a blessing. If you really believe it, God's got a blessing. God's got a blessing. Come on. God's got a blessing.
so we talked a little bit about a little bit more about marketing. We mm-hmm. talked a little bit about selling your products, yeah. selling your brand, and now we're gonna talk about the money. That's right. Most important. Well, most important. <laughs> it thing. is. Right. Right. You gotta add that capital. That's right. Yeah. So, and that sometimes is one of the challenges where yeah. people are afraid to start or they don't start because they mm-hmm. say I don't have enough money or I yeah. don't have the capital. Um, and so it is. A, it's a huge part of mm-hmm. running a business, having the money. Yeah. Um, you know, having a strategy. If you, you know, whether you got grant money, you got loans, yeah. you got credit, whatever, you still want to be very strategic about how you um, navigate that process. So, mm-hmm. what have you guys? What are some things that you guys have done um, to help finance your dream, your vision, um, to be successful? You can go well, well, for me, I, I really actually just kind of lucked out because yeah. I had a lot of my equipment already mm-hmm. set in place just out of curiosity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I just built and built and built and built mm-hmm. until I was ready to go at it. Yeah. And um, in running this type of business, fortunately, it's not a lot of overhead mm-hmm. because all you're doing is purchasing maybe some software or yeah. software access and things like that. Because um, other than that, you know, my biggest overhead i would think it's probably like t-shirt and printing mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like that but mm-hmm. it's a great business to yeah. be in yeah. i love yeah. it yeah. <laughs> yeah so and that's actually that brings up a good point i know a lot of people that you know podcasts different things like that they move next into like apparel or right. they move into you know having their own brand and like what do you recommend for people that want to you know do t-shirts they want to have their own apparel mm-hmm. do you recommend like a drop tip a drop tip drop ship type of strategy where they go through maybe like Amazon and they mm-hmm. take a portion and, and they do their own design work or work directly with you and then buy in bulk or how do you what do you recommend for well, people of course like that? I'm, I'm always going to recommend them work directly with me purple peacock underscore graphics okay Instagram plug all the way through you got an hour and 30 more minutes um but uh what what i do is i I don't go through any other shipping because now that's where the money goes Mm -hmm. yeah shipping Mm -hmm. and handling takes up a lot of money so i would encourage partnering with a company that would uh, package your stuff for you Mm -hmm. or help you package your stuff Mm -hmm. box it or something like that and ship it yourself find a way to ship it yourself so that you can keep some of that capital within your um your um, bottom line absolutely yeah. that's yeah. real good and I, I mean that's a that's a huge thing right now oh, like yeah. that, that, there's a whole movement on like what are you you're not wearing your own brand outside yeah. and so and, and so people sometimes don't know where to begin or yeah. I've had even my sister mm-hmm. she does back home she does like screen print mm-hmm. um, and then I've had some other people that want to have their own apparel too mm-hmm. and they're like you know w- w- where do I start and I'm like at least just go and buy yeah. your product buy your t-shirts and right. bulk yeah. you know get them printed and then you know go to some yeah. different yeah, like flea markets bulk, or going right. to different yeah. events be a vendor somewhere mm-hmm. um, because I mean especially even something like this there's only so many touch points that you can have mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. having a pearl, having um, your own branded clothing yes. is actually a really smart move, and yes, it's it it's, a, it's not free marketing, right? Because you had to pay for it, but yeah. it's, it's marketing. I mean, yeah. it's great advertising. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when I when I push my shirts out, uh-huh. I'm going to be throwing them all over the place yeah. because I want people yeah. to know about Purple Peacock as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I want people to know about my own personal brand as, as yeah. much as possible. So when other people are wearing my apparel. They're walking billboards. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, you know, who can do better? Yeah. Absolutely. Smart move. Yeah. Smart move. Did you have something? What was the next? What was the question? (laughs) (laughs) I was so so caught up in the Messiah's words. You know what I mean? The word of the Messiah. (laughs) I was so caught (laughs) up. 
we started talking about you know preparing and saving yeah. and starting for your business yeah. and then yeah. we kind of got on the apparel piece right. and so yeah. I mean you've had you have several different businesses yeah and so what what if, I know you talked a little bit about like real estate yeah. and you know coming to the table with some capital there but like yeah. Italian ice yeah um you know perhaps what has been the the business that has required the most capital and how did you help to navigate through that the business believe it or not wasn't the real estate that required the most capital the business uh that required the most capital was the first one you start mm -hmm. yeah. and for me that was the italian ice company so when i started when i wanted to start the italian ice company um first thing that i i i i, I did was um how First thing to say, where am I going to get the money? Because right. yeah. I, mean, I don't have the money. Yeah. So I took some time, some time um, brainstorming, meditating, and things like that. Then something popped in my head. It's like, you know, um, what gifts, talents, and abilities do you have? Absolutely. So, you know, I was like, well, you know, I'm a musician. And then the light clicked. I was like, I'm, I, I, I'm a musician. I can use that to create the capital yeah. right. for the startup. So right. then I got a job as a band director, as a mm -hmm. music director at a church. Mm -hmm. And then I used that capital to start the first Italian ice business. Absolutely. Now, when I first started, um, I was just setting up a table with buckets and a cooler. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just doing the event. I remember my first event. You know, I had just a table, uh, a tent, and, and two buckets of Italian ice and a cooler. Um after that, I um, did that for maybe a couple years. Then I branched out, and then I purchased the machine to actually make the Italian ice myself. Mm -hmm. From there, I went to a uh, cool a, a cart. I purchased a cart, and then I was taking the cart around to different events and things like that. Had an umbrella on there, you know, doing different events. And then from there, I had purchased. Uh, I had realized I was like, you know, this is good. I'm making good money now, but it's like small increments of money. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a large item for sales. Right. You know, it was like from what, what, three to seven dollars or something like that. So I said, man, I need uh, I need another item that's going to be a, a, a big money maker to compete with some of the other food vendors out here. So being from Philadelphia, I was like, what do I do? Philly cheesesteaks. Mm -hmm. So I added the Philly cheesesteak company to the Italian ice and yeah. now the Philly cheesesteak is the foundation and the Italian ice is just the overflow. Yeah. Sure. So then that what, what that did with that that took my um my revenue to a whole new level because I had a, a large uh, a large purchase item, you know, from uh from like ten dollars and up. You yeah. know, so that took me to the next level as far as my income. And from there, I purchased a food trailer. So then I've been doing the food trailer with the Italian ice, the Philly cheesesteaks and, and all that. So now I do that. After that, I took the revenue for a year. And then I said, man, this is hard work, you know, because I'm out there. I'm out there working, yeah. slinging, slinging meat over the grill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, OK, I need to have a, I need to have something else. So then I said, you know, popped in my head, real estate. Mm -hmm. You know, real estate investments. So then I took the money for like one year from the uh, cheesesteak company and the Italian ice company. And I started investing in rental properties. Mm. Rental properties, it was probably, I wish I had done it so much sooner. Because yeah. now you make passive income. Absolutely. You know, I make money for not doing any money. Every every month, money's deposited into my accounts. Yes. You know what I mean? I don't have to do anything except for check up on everything and, and, and troubleshoot every here and there. Um, so so and that's where I'm at now. And then, you know, after that, of course, the consulting company because I got this thing down. I did this, 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 and this. I can teach somebody how to do this. Mm -hmm. Smallbiz.co. Hey, that's, plug, <laughs> that's plug, my consulting plug. company. Right? <laughs> so, so there's there's incremental steps. Yeah. You know, just I know when you started, you started with something small, and then you branched you out. It, right? You know, you started with individuals, then you started with companies, and right. you started with other people. So, right. you know, you have to take those incremental steps. 
and, and it's a learning process all Absolutely. along the way. I've transitioned so many times from marketing strategies uh, to logo transitions, but I still kept the base logo, but I might just tweak it a little bit, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's a, it's a process. And all that I heard a plan, right? And even yeah. if that plan is like continuously being revised, yes. you kind of, you said, you know, I'm going to start here and yeah. kind of build on here. Yeah. And this is the, the base. And I think that's really important. I'm a fan of utilizing credit wisely. Oh, yeah. So um, there's been a few different times where I've utilized my personal credit which mm -hmm. I don't really recommend no, um, don't <laughs> no but you can leverage your credit um, like I said wisely to kind of help you get started um, and so when we were talking about that one of the things that we did was when we started our trucking company mm -hmm. we did leverage our personal credit yeah um, again wisely we had a, a calculated plan mm -hmm. and we were able to start a trucking business without using any of our own capital or cash yeah so we went in we Smart got move. the truck we got the loan and we said okay we're gonna pay this truck off mm -hmm. within a year uh, we're going to use the revenues we're not going to really take from the business yeah. we're going to use the revenues to pay to pay off the truck mm -hmm. right. um and then in this market we're able to you know you're, you're able to you could sell your truck for mm -hmm. way more than what you pay right now mm -hmm. um so that that's a benefit there but utilizing that credit and yeah. that's why it's important if you do have to do that to have good personal credit mm -hmm. um but some of the ways that we were able to build business credit was getting a um, fuel card, right? Mm. And anybody can really get a fuel card. So yeah. I think we actually, we didn't really to kind of go back a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So when we talked about starting your business, we mm -hmm. talked about kind of the marketing piece. And then we said, um, you know, you, you want to get an LLC, you want to get a DBA, but you want to kind of be strategic about when you do that mm -hmm. right. because there are tax implications Absolutely. when you do exactly. get an LLC. So every, I know sometimes we get excited. We're like, oh, I'm going to get my LLC. I'm going to yes. register, my, register yeah. myself <laughs> with, the, yeah. With, yeah, with the state. But when you do that, you know, they're going to start requesting that you report if you have sales tax or different mm -hmm. things like that. So mm -hmm. sometimes you can kind of fly a little bit under the radar yeah. in the beginning um, but once you do you you got your plan you got your business plan you got yeah. your strategy together yeah. then you do want to go and register yourself mm -hmm. with the Secretary of State via LLC mm -hmm. you could do it through like LegalZoom yeah. I'm a fan of doing it on your own I did it yeah, it's, yeah, I mean right. it's, it's a very simple project mm -hmm. process just you know you want to understand like the mailing situation mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. having a register uh, agent and things like that yeah. but you go and you register yourself with the state mm -hmm. and then you go to irs.gov or yeah. you go to the government website you get an EIN number mm -hmm. which serves as your social security number mm -hmm. for your business yeah. and now you can really kind of get the ball rolling yeah. with the, having and building business credit mm -hmm. and some of the things that I've seen for us to be really successful and to build it really quickly mm -hmm. is a fuel car right so if you're yeah. traveling for your business and yeah. that could be you know to a, a flea market or whatever wherever you're going to sell you could utilize that gas card yeah. and that'll help you build your credit yeah. credit so what we've done is um there's a company called fuel man and mm -hmm. what they do is especially for a new business you have to make payments weekly mm -hmm. which you know because they want to make sure that you're going to maintain your payments yeah. but they also report you know frequent history so that's mm -hmm. gonna one you'll start there and then you'll notice you'll start getting credit cards in the mail and mm -hmm. people want to give you you know trade lines and different yeah. things obviously you got to kind of vet through mm -hmm. what's what right. um, but that's something that we've been able to see you know really help build our, our credit really quickly yeah 
Another company is Uline. Um, mm-hmm. And this is some stuff that I had learned on YouTube. And then I tried it and it was proven. Yeah. Uh, but there's also <laughs> another company called Uline, which you can, you know, buy all types of supplies for your business. I mean, it could be trash cans. It could be brooms. It could be <laughs> racks. It could be shelving. Um, and what they do is if you purchase, let's say, $500 worth of products, right? Mm-hmm. And even I'm sure there's stuff even in, in your business level, right? You purchase $500 worth of products. That becomes your credit line. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you pay it. And then every time you make a purchase you pay it then now you're building credit yeah. you're building your credit um and Smart so dun and bradstreet is also you want to go and register again that's a free service there's different companies out there that third parties that'll do it for you mm-hmm. but you register your business your ein number with dun and bradstreet that's going to start they're going to start reporting that credit history there too and again we i think we were maybe Four, four or five months in mm-hmm. and boom Amex came in and mm-hmm. Amex mm-hmm. Amex is like the that's, elite yeah, of yeah, the street right, right? <clears throat> that's right that's so it is and I know some people are like well I don't want to utilize credit but there could be a time when it's time for you to grow your business right. and now you need some additional you need capital that right, you need yeah. that credit right <clears throat> because then you know you could go on and say for trucking you can go on and um, you know get a lease and you're, you need to have business credit in right. order to do that so right. you could grow yourself from one trucks to five trucks yeah. and now you're able to you know really grow and the other benefit to and i think we talked a little bit about this earlier doc mm-hmm. of having credit is you can get points that's right so now yeah. you take those points and you can vacation yeah. or whatever you need or yeah. you can use those points to you know for flights and different things like that mm-hmm. when you got to move so there's a ton of benefits to mm-hmm. building that business credit and it, it can take time and you got to be strategic and you got to be smart right, yeah, right. because yeah. there's there's a lot of different resources money wise and mm-hmm. capital but you you got to you know spend it wisely so yeah. The other thing was, um, uh, now you can start writing things off on your taxes. Absolutely. You know, most people don't realize that, you know, when you're paying out of pocket, if you don't have the business, you can't really write it off. You can't, right. you can't have justification with writing things off. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, that lets you write off the mileage. It lets you write off the supplies. You can write off business meetings. There are so many things. And then we talked about this in one of the previous shows where it's so important to have an accountant yeah, so absolutely. that you can know what you're, what you're doing. And you guys uh, schooled me to the thing of... Um, uh, uh, getting a car in your business name. You know, yeah. I thought about it, but then there were so many myths about it, about certain uh, guidelines and things like that. Um, you know, so, you know, something that's on, on the board. YouTube University. Yeah, yeah. There's, I'm sure, pl- lots and lots more information out there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that, that's one of the other important things with, um, you know, uh, setting up your, your business credit. Dun & Bradstreet, make sure you register your business on Dun & Bradstreet. I know for me, um, I'm registered on Dun & Bradstreet, and I also, I don't buy anything with my debit card for my mm. business. Oh, yeah. I use my credit card because, like you said, I get the points. I have, like, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand dollars, a couple hundred thousand points. Yeah. So if I want to go on vacation somewhere, I can use those points for that. And then I just pay off the credit card every month. So why Absolutely. use your debit card when you can, you know, pay it off, you know, uh, with the credit company and establish your credit because yeah. it's on my business credit. So yeah. now my business credit is getting used every month and that's helping to raise my credit score with Dun & Bradstreet. Absolutely. You know? And it, it works very similar to mm-hmm. personal credit. So, yeah. you know, personal yeah. credit, you have Experian, mm-hmm. uh, TransUnion, Equifax, yeah. you have those same portals in the business realm mm-hmm. in addition to Dun & Bradstreet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it kind of works the same thing. So you want to be smart. You don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, personal credit, you only want to utilize your credit cards 33%. Yeah. And that's that right. helps to, if, if you can't pay them off, yeah, but you don't want them to go over that threshold because mm-hmm. that'll help. You know, it'll negatively impact you. So you want to yeah. be really smart about it. Same principles. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then there's all, there's also a ton of other resources. I'm I've actually learned of a few um, being a minority 
black or beta by a minority businesswoman, mm-hmm. there there are uh, different programs there where you can get certification. Yes, in certain companies right. that they'll work with you, mm-hmm. or you'll have um, you'll have more leverage because yeah. of that that status. Yeah. Um, you know, government mm-hmm. contracts. Um, I know during COVID, a lot of people were able to capitalize mm-hmm. off of the money that was kind of circulating to help mm-hmm. with their business. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of different resources that you can utilize. Yeah. Um, to do that and even you know kind of leaning on family and friends or people that believe yeah. in you and support you That's shameless right. plug if you are enjoying what you're hearing on the Nelson Johnson show feel free to um, you can donate you can support you can give uh, right on the Fishbowl Network uh, website which is www.fbrn.com mm-hmm. so if you you like what you're hearing and that's that's <laughs> not really what Nelson wants to do is he really the show is built around you know building the whole man building mm-hmm. the foundation also so tying at it yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I wish this show it it existed when I was a child. I'm 39. Yeah, yeah. you look I, good. Don't look good. But you know, when I, I wish I had this the access to this type of resource when I was younger, because I feel like I would have been so much further. Yeah. This is an old old formula mm-hmm. yeah. it's, it's effective but it's an old formula it's nothing mm-hmm. new about it but you know I was raised in Greenspoint in Houston those of you that are in Houston you know what I'm talking about <laughs> but that's the hood yeah. and we did not have access to that type of formula yeah. Yeah. And, need need and to know that there's a show that exists that breaks it all down mm-hmm. yeah. for a mon- minority Absolutely. community yep. that does not mm-hmm. necessarily have access to that type of formula is so great and, and and that's one of the things like I said he wants to do so like yeah. you know mm-hmm. focusing in on this mom so even if you you know again the focus is he wants to build up mm-hmm. the man right and yeah. if you have a vision or if you have a passion yeah. Yeah. and you're just you know afraid to step out and mm-hmm. it can be something small right it doesn't have to be something big and, and it doesn't always have to mean quitting your job right, yeah. right. so right. The, when you were talking I was thinking the, a business can actually help you with your personal taxes oh, yeah. it can yeah. those write offs now those yeah. write you want to be strategic right because yeah. if you're trying to buy buy a house or something you don't mm-hmm. want to have a ton of losses you right. want to, yeah. an accountant like you said it's very yeah. important to help you um you know monopolize on the the tax game but mm-hmm. it can really that flows into your personal taxes and have you know business benefits there but like i said he really wants to you know create that platform and mm-hmm. you know having a different people on the show you know yeah. again you now he you know had an accountant yeah you have you a business coach he's yeah. a business coach you got graphic designers yeah so you've had a we've had a lot of people to come in and really kind of you know bless the show with their presence mm-hmm. their knowledge and our information yeah. um so you know there's there's no reason why we we can't get started but Again, there's a lot of financial resources. It mm-hmm. doesn't. Um, it, it doesn't have to be a hurdle if you don't want it to be. Don't do it alone. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I think sometimes we we like I want to you know I just want to get it done. But the more you talk to people, the more mm-hmm. you share, the yeah. more you involve people, yeah. you'll be really surprised to see how well things doors just start opening and yeah. people right. just start crossing. Every time I'm I we uh, yesterday one of my friends was sworn in. She mm-hmm. just became an attorney. Oh, cool. And I mean we met a guy at the courthouse, and mm-hmm. I was like I'm a I'm gonna invite you to my husband's show because he had, you know, I could tell there was some value there. Yeah. So, you know, he's he opened up that door, he stepped yeah. out, he created it, and now it's just again more and more people that, you know, we get to touch, and yeah. so it's a it's a really good, mm-hmm. really good platform. That's so awesome. awesome, yeah. Well, producer, yes, all right, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take it, take you guys out on a break, and then we're gonna come back and talk a little bit more about building business credit. Mm-hmm. Just wanna pray forever, come on, forever. 
All right, and we're back. Uh, so we wanted to talk a little bit more about, or actually kind of talk a little bit about mentorship in business, right? And so I follow, you know, quite a few influencers. Mm-hmm. I have been influenced by them. Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot from, you know, TikToks and different things like that. Um, so I think it's really important to kind of utilize like your resources on, you know, mm-hmm. YouTube and and a lot of things that are easily accessible um, to us. But wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the um, the idea of mentorship, right? Mm-hmm. So I know some people, um, you know, they have a wealth of knowledge, um, a lot of value in business. How would you guys say what's the best way to kind of read utilize? Like, so if you you're somebody and you have a business or you want to start a business, what's what's some steps that people can take? Um, in order kind of to to build a mentorship or to have a mentor or, or things like that to help them with their business okay sure um well one one i would say read absolutely that's that's an art that's going out mm-hmm. of focus mm-hmm. you know we get a lot of our information from social media now but re- reading from from books and, and authors that actually put the information out there it's right there so we just have to go and find the book read it apply it to our lives and it's going to help us but you know along with reading you do have youtube you yeah. do have mm-hmm. you know instagram you do have tiktok that always dishes out certain secrets that's going to help navigate you mm-hmm. to the uh, direction you want to go in i totally agree and i'm a, a big fan of audible right so we all mm-hmm. we talked about progression yeah. a few times right so it doesn't yeah. have to just be paperback library right. book yeah you, i'm in the car all the time audible is like my best friend i should actually be an influencer <laughs> you know i'm a lot of a lot of pull yeah. uh, but you know audible is, is a great resource podcast and yes. different things like that and i've even found that um, there's one particular person that I follow, and I love the mm-hmm. value that she uh, that she gives. And yeah. so I wanted to kind of give back to her and mm-hmm. her business. And she does a lot of like you know twenty seven dollar courses. Mm-hmm. She always always kind of a quirky number depending yeah. on what's happening. Like right. twenty twenty two yeah. is like twenty two dollars, and and you know it could be you know marketing via you know TikTok or mm-hmm. you know we're in a new age, and so you kind of got to move. Yes. Um, you got to kind of move with the times, yes. right? So marketing mm-hmm. the four P's of marketing don't mm-hmm. look the same as mm-hmm. they do as they did back then right. so the right. principles and the concepts are a lot different and so for yeah. me I've been willing to invest in those people that I get value from mm-hmm. and I think that that's really important because you can't be afraid to spend money in order to make money that's because right. it's, it's necessary yeah. um, and sometimes you know hiring a mentor or someone mm-hmm. that you really resonate with or mm-hmm. that you like the value or the content that they produce yeah. you know connect with that person yeah. see what sort of you know master classes or different mm-hmm. things that people are offering yeah. and and be willing to invest and, and get the information. You feed what's yeah. feeding you. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. that's real good. Yeah, I think that's one thing that's lacking within uh, the black community and black business owners in general, and black entrepreneurs, is uh, mentors having mentors. Yeah. Um, you know, within us, we've just been ingrained not to trust people. Yeah. Right. So if we are, you have some of us that are successful, and they don't. You know, they, 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 don't, they don't get back. Yeah. You know, they don't get back. And most of the times with us, it's like, what can I get out of you? Yeah. You know what I mean? How how's it, how's it going to benefit me? So, therefore, if, it, if you're coming from the point of how's it going to benefit me, that's not mentorship. No. Right. You know what I mean? And I have two mentors, um, both business owners. Uh, one of my mentors owns uh, several dentistries. Mm-hmm. My other mentor owns uh, several business, several, um, uh, what are they? Uh, Several financial organizations, uh, real estate, 
um, and they're opening a new uh, financial uh, organization now. Both of my mentors, one is Filipino, one is um, Southeast Asian. I couldn't find any any uh, uh, mentors of color because mm -hmm. you know just nobody wanted to help me. Yeah. But I tell you, those two that I have 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 helped me immensely. Yeah. And I don't think you should have to pay for mentorship. No. Yeah. I think if uh, somebody's going to mentor you, they're just teaching you. They're just right. they're not taking much of your time. Maybe once every couple of months, they'll sit down with you and say, "Hey, um, how's everything going? How's the check-in?" My mentor taught me about the LLCs and how to structure my business. Yeah. Um, how to come up with marketing plans. You know what I mean? And um. I couldn't put a price on there. Yeah. You know, now I do buy her gifts and everything like that. My other mentor, you know, I buy his kids uh, Christmas presents and things like that. So, you know, you do give back. But, um, you know, if, if uh, somebody wants to mentor you and they're talking about you have to pay them, I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that. But I, I, I tell you, it was probably the most important uh, part of my entrepreneurship growth was having mentors um, right up there with the, uh, the accountant. Mm -hmm. You know, right up there with the accountant, because I cannot uh, take back the knowledge that I've learned from them. The other thing is when you're choosing a mentor, you want to choose a mentor who's going to uh, line up with what your business is. Like right. uh, Masai, you wouldn't choose a mentor who's um, into uh, food sales, because right. that's not what right. you need to learn. Yeah. You know, you would choose somebody that's in corporate marketing, right. uh, you know, corporate branding from that, that aspect. Yes. Um, so for me, I was looking for somebody who... Um, who had financial institutions, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, they in business marketing. These people, they started their business from scratch. Mm -hmm. um, one of them used to be my boss years ago uh, when, when I worked at Baylor. And um, the other uh, the other uh, one is uh, just a friend. I've known him for many, many years. When, from, from Baylor, too. That's funny. I know both of them from Baylor. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's that's the important thing. And, um, you know, take your time, you know, and, and, and try to find a mentor. You know what I mean? If somebody doesn't fit... Find somebody who lines up with you, as a, with your character, with your Values, vision, with, yeah. with, with what you want to do. Somebody that lines up with you mentally, you know, because that's going to be one of the best uh, decisions you can make. Right. I, I totally agree. And I think it's really important to, like you said, I mm -hmm. mean, my, my, my manager has been a mentor and he's also recommended different yeah. people to be mentors as well. But I think mm -hmm. that that's really important and I've even been um, I've even had my moments where I'm like I gotta give back because like yeah. you yeah. I have the same story you know grew up in yeah. um, you know poverty stricken city right. and didn't have a lot of resources yeah, right. um, and so even now I'm like okay how can I give back and it's hard right because I live here mm -hmm. and you have some of them same sort of communities in like yeah. Arlington and yeah. like Pleasant, Pleasant Grove yeah. like, I, gotta, I gotta figure out a way to kind of simultaneously do both because mm -hmm. I know that there is a lack and there's a need mm -hmm. um, back home and and, and right now, I think I suffice by mentoring like my sister mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, but I think that that's a really important mm -hmm. piece and component because yeah. you need that person to hold, help hold you accountable. Yeah. Um, and, and I think for me, you know, I do see sometimes where there can be value. I don't know if that relationship should be considered mentorship, right? Mm -hmm. If you're paying somebody, maybe that person yeah. is a coach more yeah, so. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. 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 A coach and, yeah. a and a mentor. Yeah. So that, yeah. could, that could look be a little bit different. But yeah. I think you do owe it to your mentor. If that person is giving you their time mm -hmm. and their right. energy and, and resources, I think yeah. you do owe it to that person mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, show up, right? So oh, I'm, yeah, always, I'm, always yeah. Like, yeah. I'm always like, okay, I say I'm, this is what I'm going to do, right? Because yeah. I know I appreciate the time that you've given me. So this is, this is what I'm going to do so you you kind of help me here i'm going to give back in yeah. this sort of capacity and that's, that's right. me just showing up mm -hmm. and taking the information and actually implementing yeah. it so and i do it over lunch or something buy them lunch but you know don't have them sitting there waiting for you, you be the first one there right. when no. they come because their time is money yeah you know? their time is money do you think is anything else that you could 
give back to a mentor or that you can do if you're a mentee and you have a mentor that you could do that mm-hmm. maybe not gifts or anything like that like is there a way that the mentee can mentor the mentor so to speak right so um i call it managing up managing mm-hmm. absolutely you and definitely come from corporate yeah i call it managing up. Up. yeah and um you have to understand that it's an investment yeah when someone is mentoring you they're pouring into you yeah and it's something that you need mm-hmm. absolutely but the secret is that mentor mentor also secretly wants to keep you there because they have a need to pour yeah yeah, that's yeah. Good. you know so um making sure you're not wasting their time yeah. yeah, making sure you're applying the principles they mm-hmm. give you Absolutely. because they they if they're any type of mentor they're going to inspect what they expect yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and check to see if you're applying the principles yeah. that they bother to give that's you right. and then show the results show the fruit that's what you can give a mentor and that is so mm-hmm. finally rewarding mm-hmm. absolutely i know what i've done for my mentors is um i drop off lunch for their employees at their at their company um drop off cookie baskets you know or around holiday time um take them out to lunch at least uh once every other month yeah you know go out to dinner once every other month sit down and eat. and this is non-business related things you yeah. know right. what i mean so yeah. building little, a rapport a yeah little things like i said i buy the, i brought the kids uh, christmas gifts and things like that so there's ways that you can give back but i like what you said about show them your success yes. you know what i mean so that makes a difference and you know when my business uh, mentors call me up and have a question about something they need something it's a done deal I'm, I, everything drops and i give them what they need absolutely you know? yeah in relationship is the number one source or resource in a business. Yes. It's not mm-hmm. money, it's not anything else, but building a healthy relationship, especially with your mentor, mm-hmm. is extremely important because that's the source that money can't buy. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. You know, that's and right. they, then they feel safe and trust you to pour those secrets into mm-hmm. you. That way you can pour them into someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's real good. Yeah. And I think I, as we talk about, you know, entrepreneurship and different things like that, I think. Um, you know, there is a huge wave for entrepreneurship, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it's good for some people, but some people they can they they like the corporate structure. Yeah. I'm, one, I'm one of those people. I like the corporate structure. I've also ventured out and had several different businesses as mm-hmm. well. But I also think that there's a um, a component for like the entrepreneur too, right? Mm-hmm. So you can be all of these, have all these entrepreneurial skill sets and implement them in the corporate world. But I also think it's important a lot of the concepts and things that we've mm-hmm. talked about in your own personal brand. So you said it earlier. Mm-hmm. You said you know your personal brand is what speaks for you when you're not in the room and I think especially with Nelson trying to build this platform trying to help build the man um, help him be the foundational piece of the family I Mm -hmm. think that even if you don't want to be an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. you can still apply a lot of these principles in your everyday life to your overall persona of yeah. who you are you know identifying your skills and who you are as a man mm-hmm. or who you are as, as a woman too right yeah and and really kind of hone and if there's areas that you can shape up i mean a lot of these things apply on a more conceptual basis mm-hmm. than just in terms of business so you yeah. could take some of the same things that we're talking about your personal brand you know maybe not the logo piece mm-hmm. but who you are yeah, as a person right. and how you represent yourself yeah. and how you present yourself to your family yeah. and to the world and having a mentor, you know, yeah. to be a better, you know, a better person. So that was one of the things that was really kind of ringing to me that sometimes, it, and especially too, like if you don't feel like you have the resources and you have something that's pulling you, you have a dream, mm-hmm. but you just can't make that jump into the business world, even as a secondary or a side hustle. Yeah. You know, 
utilize some of these same skills and principles at your day job mm-hmm. and you'll be you know you'll be um amazed that if you you know kind of shape things up and you grow yourself there i think nelson had he's saying you grow where you're planted mm-hmm. so if you're in that if you're in that space and you got to be in the corporate right now and mm-hmm. you you want to do something hone in on your personal brand who you are That's your right. skills and and sharpen yourself yeah. um you know apply the same sort of principles and and you know, allow that to kind of carry you into the business. You so. know, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. But that's the secret, isn't it? When you when you get into a business or or when you go into a, a business or decide to work yeah. for a business, you yourself are your own business. Yes. yes. You yourself are your own brand. You're yes. just simply partnering yes. with someone else's business because you're offering service yeah. to that business in exchange for money. Mm-hmm. That's a business. Yeah. Yeah. So when mm-hmm. you go into to so, someone else's company, you're yeah. employed there. You're offering your own personal brand. So the question is, what's your brand mm-hmm. in that employment uh, opportunity yeah. as well? Yeah. But uh, that's that's a secret that uh, I spread about in mm-hmm. cor- when you know when I was in Gordon America, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all the time. That you are your own brand. Yeah. You are your own business, and you're simply under the umbrella yes. of um, of this particular business. And you're always being interviewed, you're always yes. being interviewed. every yes. day. Yes. Always yes. Being interviewed. You know, it's not it's not the day that you come in to the interview. Mm-hmm. every single day uh, yeah. every interaction yeah. is an interview every interaction is a customer focus mm-hmm. uh, opportunity and if you if you enter it into or enter into corporate America mm-hmm. or into someone else's business with that mindset mindset there's no telling how much you're sore yeah absolutely yeah, the other thing is like if you're on a job and you're you're contemplating uh starting a business learn everything you can from that job that job has a marketing thing in place that job has a branding uh component in place that job has executives you know um what I, shoot, when i when i had a, a job uh in corporate um I look at the executives, see how mm-hmm. they carry themselves, mm-hmm. see how they introduce themselves to people, yeah. see how they have the eye contact yes. and the firm handshakes, yes. see how they dress, you know yeah. what I mean? Make sure that um, you emulate those who are further along than you are. Not only that, look at the structure of the company. How is that Absolutely. company set up? You know, like I said, I talk, we talked about the branding and the logos. Mm-hmm. What colors are they using for their logos? Mm-hmm. What do those colors represent with lining up with what that company does? Yeah. Um, how do they do their meetings? Right. How do you do your meetings? How do, yes. how do they have your meetings that you right there with um, so much information how do they do their trainings what training um, products do they use when they're yes. training their staff you pull all of that out of that billion that multi-million dollar company that you have like I said I know you can make several hundred thousand dollars or something on your own Absolutely. but there's so much right there that you can pull out and I had a question for y'all too so <laughs> if someone uh, works for a multi-level marketing company mm. is that their business I was, and that's a tricky one, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it's a good plat. I think it's a good starting platform, yeah. right? Um, but I do think, <laughs> I do think you still work for somebody else. You are still, and and to a certain degree, we all work for somebody. If we you're an, if yeah. you're an Instagram influencer, you work for the people. Yes. You can, in order for you to stay relevant yeah. and to continue to influence, you have to comment back. You have to reply to people. Yeah. You can't just put it out there. And that's it. So everybody in some level of capacity, yeah. you work for somebody. Right. But you, but as an influencer, you still have it under your tax ID. Yeah, you technically under your, under your personal tax ID, you, you, business tax but, ID. But but then you you're making your money 
yeah. from partnering with brands. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're you're you could be contracted to yeah. a Dove or whoever these companies are that are paying you. Yeah. So ultimately, you still kind of work within the reins. Like yeah. They say they want you to post at nine o'clock and they want you yeah. to post three times yeah. a day. You better do you it. Still, yeah. Yeah. Yes, you still <laughs> technically you still technically work for them. And same thing with on you know and and all levels of entrepreneurship. If yeah. you have a you have a trucking business, yeah. right? You, yeah, you can, you know, make the rules, but to a certain degree, you, yeah. you kind of have to answer to your. You but, but, but if you have an, M- you have an MLM and you work for an MLM, is that your company? I, you know, I, <laughs> that's the question. I know, I, I never know. Like I, because I, we, I've done a few, M, you know, MLMs, yeah. and I think that um, I've done some where the products are really good. I'm yeah. always kind of taken aback when it's like you gotta let me sell the product let me sell the product let me take the tools that you've given and you know have my little online store Mm -hmm. do my marketing my promotions and things like that but when you when i gotta like recruit and that is you know the the gist of it or you know i was on a call recently where it would insurance Mm -hmm. i believe in insurance Mm -hmm. i am i'm worth more on the other side than i am on this side okay (laughs) yeah they're gonna be set when i'm gone yeah um but you know this call was again i thought it was because there is a specific insurance product Mm -hmm. that i'm looking for um that i don't have in my portfolio Mm -hmm. and so i was hoping that i was going to be able to get more information there but the call was about me coming on Mm -hmm to recruit other people yeah and to and that so that's where it gets a little bit tricky i say no what do you think i i I believe i believe if you're working for uh such a company as you know um for example some of the insurance companies and everything Mm -hmm. like that y'all know what i'm talking about yeah Yeah. you know we ain't gotta drop no names (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, right 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 right. you know what i'm talking about (laughs) um you know if you are basing your performance off of someone else's mm-hmm. expectation. Mm-hmm. You're working for them. Yeah. So although the business model is structured in a way to where you have more independence. Yes. And how you meet that expectation, yeah. but it's still someone else's expectation. Yeah. It's I, not I something you set. You yeah. set. Yeah. Looking yourself. at the business model. Who right. owns the business? Who's, right. whose name is the business? The in? Right. So yeah. short. It's short. You know. No, you may make really big money doing it, but it's still not your company. Right. When you walk away, it's still going to be there. Yeah. So maybe it's more of a flexible business opportunity that allows you to sell a product at your own leisure or at your you know mm-hmm. depending on the yeah. time and effort that you want to put yeah. in but yeah, yeah those are always really tricky yeah. and some people are really they are really they successful can do it. people I mean, are animal about it too like oh, this yeah. is my company I remember people used to sell Amway and no <laughs> oh, juice yeah. like this is my company you know so I'm going to be rich I'm like okay yeah <laughs> pink Cadillacs everywhere oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see them as frequently as I, as I used to well, well I, I heard that the structure has changed a little yeah. But okay. I, pandemic but I, changed everything. The pandemic oh, yeah. changed mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. But I do think that it has. I think it can be a, a good platform for people that oh, yeah. perhaps have been, yeah. you know, just at a desk for yeah. all their lives, and now yeah. they want to get out and meet people yeah. And, yeah. and do different right. stuff. Like at the end that. of the day, if it's making you money, go for it. Yeah, go for totally, it. Yeah. totally agree. Go yeah. for it. But I, one thing you said that both of you guys were kind of talking about. I think going mm-hmm. back to that corporate, you yeah. know, structure. I think, yeah. like you said, paying attention, get all you can get. I was oh, yeah. spoiled. My first job right right out of college was Procter and Gamble, so mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was a, a huge consumer goods company mm-hmm. um and i you know it flies out for trainings yeah. and you know it was i learned a lot i became you know 
a, a pretty heavy mm-hmm. hitter in the company in sales and I believe it. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, mm-hmm. But like you were saying, I was like, you could take all that knowledge that you said and bottle it up, and now you got your own little handbook. Right. Mm-hmm. So be really smart about what you're currently doing and utilizing those. Again, it goes mm-hmm. back to that skills assessment, utilizing those skills that you're taking on yeah. a day to day basis and use it, use it to your advantage. Like yeah. say you sell shoes mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You don't think you can sell shoes for yourself? Absolutely. That's true. You know, it's just a, a basis of having a plan, building the capital to get some more shoes in your own stock. Mm-hmm. And then you can sell the shoes for your own self and then build off of that. You yeah. Know, it's about believing in yourself. It's, it's definitely about believing in yourself. <laughs> yeah. And I think utilizing the people around you. So we're actually going to take a break. And then mm-hmm. when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, utilizing our network mm-hmm. um, and really kind of the people around us, our family and friends. If you have a dream and you have a vision, how mm-hmm. can we partner? I think you said that earlier. I thought that was a really good term. Mm-hmm. Um, how can we partner with those people around mm-hmm. us to help us build our yeah. dream and our vision? So, producer, take us out. Come on, let the sound of worship be released from your lips tonight. Come on, raise it now. Oh, that's good. Y'all raise it, raise it.
Oh, we're live. That's our only technical difficulty today, so we good. We we good. Oh, all right, we're back. <laughs> all right, so we it's been a good discussion thus far. We're going to kind of go into our last segment and just talk a little bit more. We actually were having a good discussion before yeah, we yeah. came yeah. on. That's, that's a whole But we wanted to just talk about, you know, how we can best utilize our friends and family. And I know we shouldn't just limit it to those people, especially mm-hmm. when you we ended up talking about multi-level marketing, right? Yeah. Where yeah. they're always like, go to your friends and family. Yeah. Sometimes we can exhaust mm-hmm. our friends and families right, right. and our resources. But I do think that they can be the first and primary people to help pour mm-hmm. into our businesses. Mm-hmm. And not just making it about what they can do for us, but yeah. what can that impact look like? What can that collaboration or that partnership mm-hmm. look like? Mm-hmm. So when we talk about you know utilizing the people that are in our network and yeah. who who we're a part of, um, how can we best utilize that to help grow and build our businesses and, mm-hmm. and build capital? Mm. Uh, step one, like I said earlier, you have to believe in yourself. If you yeah. don't believe in your own vision, yeah. no one else will. Yeah. And and sometimes it may be friends and family. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I know in Houston, if you um, we Houston's full of singers, mm-hmm. full of singers, yeah. full of singers. Yeah. But the crazy thing about it is, and 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 people from Houston, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but you have to move away from Houston in mm-hmm. order to get some type of reputation. Or I think that's everywhere. Yeah. I think really? That's, yeah. yeah. I because think, they feel yeah. like they're too familiarized yeah, with you yes. to like yes. buy into your brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if if you believe in yourself and you simply create the value mm-hmm. or make known the value, then anyone could um to, could be an, a, mm-hmm. an underwriter i'm not just looking for my family or friends Absolutely. but whoever yeah. is interested in underwriting you know mm-hmm. i'll be ready for it yeah mm-hmm. i know um i talk about this all the time if, if if your family can be a part of your business uh that's a great benefit because oh, you know right. instead of um having family members a part of your business you can have employees a part of your business mm-hmm. right. start paying your kids take to the, take their uh social That's and add them good. on as employees then you get the tax write-offs for them yeah and you know you'd be you'd be in a great place with the pandemic because you would have gotten so much finance from that yeah mm-hmm. but nobody teaches us that no. you right. know what i mean nobody right. teaches us those things so but you can yeah right yeah, yeah we can, can teach the people right yeah we can <laughs> teach the people so, yes. so uh, your, your immediate family I, I remember we talked about uh, weeks ago talked about in, um, rest, investing in real estate and you know my thing was if, if, a, if somebody wants to invest in real estate you get the husband you get the wife and you have your teenagers kids you get your teenage kids to get part-time jobs in the summer part-time jobs are paying like 17 to 20 dollars right an hour now, now. Yeah, definitely yeah you guys huh? yeah, the yeah, hus- yeah. Right. especially with the especially with the people not having employees and right. people to work yeah yeah having that actually the feds said that they wanted companies to do a higher inference yeah. right now because people they're paying too much yeah. and that's a part of why we have inflation because mm-hmm. people have more money to circulate through the economy yeah. and so that's a whole nother tangent yeah, <laughs> yeah but what I say, if, if, if the father <laughs> gets a part-time job the mother gets a part-time job and the two one or the two kids gets a part-time job that's three or four different sources of income that you right. have 
you set that money aside for a year at the end of the year you could purchase a rental property mm-hmm. as a family and then that rental property will create revenue for you and then you just keep on re- re- repeating the cycle you know you just keep repeating the cycle so you're, I think your greatest one of your greatest uh, assets and resources is your family if you can get them on board yeah. but if you can't then you have to you know seek out people who line up with what you do mentors right. and then you know maybe the people that you hire you know what I mean because, uh, there's somebody usually what I try to do what I try to do was um hang around people who had the businesses that I wanted to do mm-hmm. yeah. and learn from them you know yeah. what I mean so find somebody like that that you can mentor and then that'll be the greatest resource you have because one they're going to follow you anywhere right. yeah, you know what definitely. I mean and um, you know if you hire them you can write them off on your text <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I was going to say too don't stop there because yeah. you do sometimes you'll see people get you know discouraged or frustrated because mm-hmm. like those people don't support but I had a friend who yeah. recently um, had an apparel line that was mm-hmm. specific um, and she did a Facebook ads and she mm-hmm. said she made you know her for that launch in that short period she made a lot of money mm-hmm. and the people that she thought were going to be purchasing they weren't never uh-huh. never because she could actually see you know yeah. you have those uh, online websites where Mm-hmm. see who's purchasing who's yeah. got stuff in their card and yeah. whatever but she said that it was none of the people that she thought was going to support and uh-huh. it did substantially better than what she thought Absolutely. so don't you know yes you want to get the people that are closest to you your mm-hmm. um your tangible network but you also want to not be discouraged if it stops there because they're mm-hmm. and i always tell people i had um you know i had a friend that was discouraged because somebody was doing something very similar so she's a graphic designer uh, yeah. and yeah. somebody yeah. and it was kind of a word right so mm-hmm. it's like me saying you know miracle and then now somebody else says i'm like well you can't really that's not really specific to one sort of brand yeah but i was like you never be discouraged because there's enough for everybody and if you focus your sights on what somebody else is doing Mm -hmm. even if it looks very similar you're 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 already showing that you have a limited belief so if you're in a town with Forty thousand people, yeah. and you're you're already telling yourself that yeah. I can only capture a small part of this market. Mm-hmm. Versus, yeah. if you're like, hey, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They have their crowd, their audience. Mm-hmm. I have mine and mine, and right. it doesn't. I, I mean, there's what probably eight billion people in the world now. You right. see yeah. seven, yeah. but the the market is endless yeah. and somebody's limitless. Gonna yeah, your services. Somebody's going to. Somebody's going to. And there's always going to be somebody who has the same business that you have out there. Right. Absolutely. So I mean, yeah, don't get discouraged. And it comes back to that mentality. You have to have the tenacity, tenacity to uh, endure because you're going to have hard times. Yeah. You know what I mean? We all have hard times, you know? There's going to be times where the money's not coming in. So are you going to give up when it's not coming in? Or are you going to be more creative and figure out different ways to get the money in? Right. And that's really good because entrepreneurship mm-hmm. is, again, going back to that personal brand and the business brand, yeah. it, it will stretch you. It will. It will allow yeah, it will. you to see yeah. actually how much stronger you are than you, mm-hmm. you think you are. Because right. you can't just go sit in the corner and say, you know, lean on corporate America to figure it out yeah. for you. Yeah, that's not yeah. going to yeah. work. You yeah. might have a moment where you can take that moment moment mm-hmm. but you got to get back in the ring you got to go back, go back your own food yes yeah. and it will it will kind of bring some creative ideas and mm-hmm. different things that you may not even thought that you had in you so. yeah and surround yourself with like-minded people that's that was one of the biggest things that i did surround myself with like-minded people Absolutely. somebody that when i call them they're not going to tell me like man maybe you ought to give it up no. somebody's gonna be like man you got this well, yeah. i remember i had a friend of mine i said you know man one day i want to get a lamborghini it's like and i was like well i don't know if i ever will but you know and then they were like why not <laughs> that's right. stuck in my mind with oh, yeah. everything I do. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why can't I have this? I, mm-hmm. Before I bought my Jaguar, I was like, why not? 
you know yep. right yeah I, and my i had that happen a few weeks ago one of my friends i was um i'm speaking and i was like well can i label myself as this uh-huh. and i was like it's where i want to be but it's not where i am and yeah. she was like there's no time there's no time better than the present and i was like mm-hmm. it just really it gave me like a boost yeah. of confidence <laughs> yeah. i was like that's what i you know that's what i needed so i think it's really important to have those people yeah. and even just here right we went yeah. on a little bit of a commercial break right. and mm-hmm. we just started talking right. and yeah. just and i've never met messiah right me I've, I've only sat with you a few times yeah. but just now we all we caught we have some similarities yeah. and so Absolutely. continuing to put yourself in different spaces network yeah. events meetups yeah. different yeah. things like that you never know who you're going to meet mm-hmm. who may there might be somebody that has you know financial capital yeah especially during the pandemic yeah i got some money floating around in the bank account yeah. Yeah. that you, you just know. you never know and they're yeah. looking they're looking to do something with that yeah. that money or be they a have to do something with that they have to do something i have a deadline i have to put this money mm-hmm. somewhere absolutely it's out there yep so yeah. get out get out there i was actually on facebook um because there was an event that popped up this weekend mm-hmm. it was an art event and i was like man why didn't i know about that yeah. i would love to have gone yeah. to that there was some a lot of amazing women in the room mm-hmm. um lots of fashion lots yeah. of art and so then i was like let me i gotta figure out how to you know be more abrasive what's happening mm-hmm. in the community so i went on there and i was looking and there was there's a ton of different mm-hmm. things meetups mm-hmm entrepreneurial group yeah. entrepreneur of it so yeah. much so that i was like okay i gotta figure out you yeah. know let me at least go once somewhere once a quarter but it was mm-hmm. there was so much out there yeah, so right. putting yourself around the right mm-hmm. people getting mm-hmm. in you know getting in these groups and yeah. and just and seeing there's there's more people out there just like you looking and yeah seeking. you'd be surprised so be, yeah don't be afraid don't mm-hmm. have imposter syndrome mm-hmm. just you know get out there and do it yeah so. get out of that comfort zone That's absolutely mm-hmm. and what you said earlier was so so precious mm-hmm. because um, Can I get that in writing? <laughs> but nine times out of ten, those who suffer financially yeah. are um, those who suffer socially. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have to check your social circle that's right mm-hmm. because if you're the smartest person in the room yeah. then who's up, feeding yeah. you who's yes, feeding you yeah so when yeah. you when you surround yourself with the right people that can challenge you to say why can't you have mm-hmm. that lamborghini why mm-hmm. can't you have this uh, this yeah. or that and change your internal narrative absolutely yes. from the barriers that's yeah. been taught to you previously yeah then you'll be able to excel well as people of color they from shoot in society we've been taught since birth that we are not anything, that we right. cannot have anything, that we're uh, uh, the the the, uh, the stereotypes that we're all dependent on the system. Right. All black men are this, you know. Mm-hmm. All black women are that. No, no. So you have to turn that around. Right. You know, I, but I had to, I had to flush my mind yeah. of all those things and, and realize. Wait a minute, I'm not that. You know yes. what I mean? I'm not that. And over time, you know, from going in the room, walking in the room. And looking around and seeing who's there, I walk in the room now like I own the room. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you that 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 transcends into the way we carry ourselves, that's and that's right. something that we have to do. And it's it's it's, it's not an easy task, no. and it's an ongoing thing. It's an ongoing thing for yes. us, for people of color. Yes. You know? And as a parent, I realized that yeah. I that's my responsibility to mm-hmm. my children. So I think you know we all start with a child like mine. I can mm-hmm. do anything. I can do everything. Yes. And sometimes yeah. I have to check myself. I'm like, you, yeah. you can't, you can't. That's a little outlandish. But yeah. it's like you know, let's explore. Dream. And let's right. dream. Right. Let's you know 
figure out how to implement it. Like yeah. my daughter, for instance, she she does slime, right? And I'm yeah. like, well, you need to put that in a mason jar and make it pretty. <laughs> she like, mom, my friends. Matter of fact, I think we talked. We were on an elevator, and she uh -huh. was like, my friend gave me twenty dollars for this bag of slime, and I'm like, Ooh. all right. Well, first I was like, this is a little overpriced, okay? Well, <laughs> somebody <laughs> over here paying twenty, somebody over here paying ten. You gotta kind of. But you know what? I was like, if your friends want to give you that, because I know if it was me, I'd be like, you gave somebody twenty dollars for yeah. slime. I'm gonna need you to go get your money back. Yeah. But you know what? Ain't nobody said that. Nobody and they said that. Twenty dollars. Yeah. Slime in a Ziploc bag yeah. out the pantry, hey. and so, so I, slime, like slime, glue, and in food coloring. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, it's that, you, that slime you, stuff you throw in the water. Yeah, and down just like because the kids, you it's like a stretch. We see it around Halloween. See, we, see, when I was a little boy, we had Elmer's glue. Yeah, oh, and that's what, that's we, what, we just made it. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. off our hands. That was that's enough. what it is. Okay, so because because slime came around, maybe like. Three years ago, yeah. and you would go on Walmart, and they would have buck. They would yeah. have uh, tubs of Elmer's glue. They would have glitter. Yeah. They had like all the little add-ins, and so it became a thing. I sold, I sold candy as a kid. They selling slime in the Ziploc right. bag. I know. That's <laughs> well, I was poor, it's making money. It's making money. And, yeah. I, and I had to check myself as a parent because yeah. I was like. That's just too much. Right. But I was like, she she getting it, you know. Let her do it. Yeah. Let her and and let her come back to me and say, I need to make the adjustments. Yeah, I was don't, poor don't. growing up, so I didn't have slime. We just had to sneeze. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm not that dark. I don't know. But you know, it's it's so funny because even even you know, I grew up in a uh, city where it's so funny because we had a lot of um, what's the nice way to put this? We had a lot of Street pharmacists, yes, right, yeah, so, yeah, which, yeah. That's usually what you see in, in our communities. Yeah. We had a lot of street pharmacists, and when you look at it, they get they had a, a corporate structure. You mm -hmm. know, they got the they got the uh, leader at the top, yeah. and then they got the salespeople oh, at yeah. the bottom, yeah. and you got the distributor yeah. at the. So it's like we we had the skills. We yeah. just got to put them into play. I yeah. was I was the kid that I was selling candy. I would go to the flea market. I would mm -hmm. buy the box. I would bag it in ziplocs. Mm -hmm. People be coming to my classroom knocking on the door. They wanted to buy candy, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, we had the skills innately, but like, and then Nelson last week, he was like, "Sell the, you know, the yeah. short." Like, it's, it, you, we got the skills, right? That's right. Um, and so, yeah, so we we, we got it. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna give you guys a couple seconds or a little bit of time to really kind of talk a little bit more about yeah. your business, okay. how you can help the people, yeah. what services you can offer mm -hmm. um, and really kind of again I know you were here a little bit last week right. Doc mm -hmm. you've been here but you just never know who may have not heard you yeah. over the previous weeks and yeah. you may be able to um, be a blessing to those folks mm -hmm. so okay well you know my audience is um, primarily me 10 years ago mm -hmm. needing a resource mm -hmm. but not necessarily having a lot of money to get yeah. that resource yeah. so my um, my target demographic are starting uh recently starting businesses mm -hmm. that may need a, a, a logo or branding mm -hmm. professionally done nice and clean and crisp yeah mm -hmm. and um they're not paying a whole bunch of money for it mm -hmm. so that's why you know i just simply charge 75 dollars mm -hmm. for a logo and uh, 35 dollars to get started to um to start the project and um, we can build on it and, and work on it and then once you uh, select your logo or select your design or whatever I do for you. Right. Then you simply pay the other part. That's simple. Yeah. Very simple. But it's it's for uh, a people. You know. Now, not knocking. You know, the big corporations right. love to have you. Yes. But the the audience that is so precious to my heart are those mm -hmm. that are just getting started but they have a dream they have a vision yeah. and you never know who you know you never know what harvest is out there that's 
currently in seed form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you when you look at uh, a, a starting process, it's simply in seed form. It's getting ready to harvest out. Mm-hmm. You could be a part of that structure. So that that's why you know I I, I target uh, an audience that's just freshly getting their stuff out mm-hmm. there, and then they're they're needing someone professional to mm-hmm. work with. Yeah, and you sound like I mean you have like a very encouraging sort of spirit, mm-hmm. and so that I think that that's really good to go along with it, Absolutely. especially when somebody might just really not know where to go or right. to start or whatever, mm-hmm. and you just sound like you can really kind of ease it and help them guide them along that process. Right. So I, I try to I try to use my deep voice. It's very soothing when you talk. <laughs> you know right. and just the, the deep voices can get you. <laughs> All right. I was going to ask Messiah a question. Okay, we didn't talk about this though, but. Uh, creating a logo and trademarking your logo so that no one else can use that. Mm, that's oh, yeah. yeah. Now that's so important mm-hmm. because it's easy to snatch it right on up yeah. and, and use someone else's design and yes. paste it and post it onto yours. Yeah. Yes, trademark okay. your logo. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, take the time, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, invest into it. Find out the steps you need to do. Uh, to go and trade that trademark that logo because you do want to have your own specific identity. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't want it to be so close mm-hmm. to uh, someone else's brand that they can get it confused. Mm-hmm. Is it difficult to trademark a logo? Or? No, it's not difficult okay. at all. Okay. It's not difficult at all. It's just it's just a matter of just simply doing it. You can find all the stuff on Google. Yeah. Okay. It's, I think yeah. it's very similar to the process like the LLC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. LLC and copyright. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, same thing. But it's that one's a little bit more like artistic. Yeah. And when someone does use your your stuff after you trademark, then you need to uh, take action yeah. and make sure uh, they're held accountable for yeah. that. That's yeah. right, because that's your million dollar brand. That's right your million there. dollar brand. Yeah. That, that gives you the, the land, to, the leg to stand on yeah. when you see that type of misbehavior. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, I think that's a really good. I mean, that somebody starting at seventy five dollars, but what a thirty five dollars mm-hmm. setup fee mm-hmm. is. I mean, that's very reasonable. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a steal. So get you up and running. And I know. I think years ago when I did mine, it was like Fiverr. Only mm-hmm. thing I didn't like with some of those resources is that you can end up everybody's stuff kind of resembles. So like at one Cookie point, cutter. every everything was on a wall and mm-hmm. it was this dark wall and all the logos looked like they had been created mm-hmm. by like the same person, by the same person. yeah yeah so, yeah yeah and then a, another benefit of using purple peacock is uh-huh. i'm personable so i'm not yeah. trying to you know have a one word um reply mm-hmm. to your request i want to know exactly what your what you see on the inside so i can interpret that and create it uh digitally got yeah. it Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Purple Peacock at what Purple is Peacock underscore graphics. I can't say the word. Purple, Purple Peacock, Peacock underscore graphics. All right. At on Instagram. Instagram. All right. That's so that's where the people can find you. <laughs> that's where you can, they can find me. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, so for me, what do I do? What don't I do? That's how I feel sometimes. Um, I'll talk about my consulting company. I started a consulting. Actually, I started after I started my first several businesses. I realized I have this down. I know how to do this now, and I can teach someone how to do it. Yeah. So what I do now is I do consulting to teach people how to get their startup up and running. It goes through the marketing strategy. It goes through how to get them the money. How do you find the money? Um, doing the research for them uh, on the type of business that they want to do. Um, and then sitting down consulting with them, finding out what skills that they have that they bring to the table that are going to benefit that particular business, and then capitalizing on those skills. And also setting up the structure of the business, LLC or corporation, depending on how you want to do the business. Mm-hmm. Um, my, web- my website is www.smallbizdoc.co. 
that stands for creating opportunity. All right. <laughs> and so you kind of can you you kind of walk people through the yeah. process, kind of guide them. Do you serve too as kind of like an accountability partner for people? Yeah, I try to. I serve from for that perspective, uh, getting them up and running and independent. Yes, you know, what I mean, GPS staying system. on top of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, GPS. Yeah. yeah. Staying really? on top of them and saying, hey, you know, you need to do this. You need to do that. Because most people don't know. Yeah. And then a lot of times, you know, some people come to the table with the vision and the dream, but they don't have the mentality. Right. Absolutely. And then, you know, if you don't have the mentality, then when it comes to the hard times, you're going to wither and you're going to you're going to dry up and, and die it's unless you're in it to win it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, cool. So we'll, we'll kind of close up um, and kind of give. So those, those are really good key components. Mm-hmm. But just going back to kind of our topic at hand today mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, building business capital, building mm-hmm. business credit, um, you know, just one or two ways that you can share, you know, a way for people to do that. And for yes. me, it would be start with those small trade lines. Yes. Fuelman.com. Mm-hmm. And again, if you are you've gotten your LLC, you've gotten your EIN and mm-hmm. your business doesn't have credit already established Mm -hmm. they'll either do a few different things they'll either let you secure an amount so let's say you put up 500 Mm -hmm. and you essentially borrow from that for your fuel line that's going to give you you'll pay it you know usually weekly or bi-weekly that's going to help build your Mm -hmm. credit your um your history Mm -hmm. and that's going to allow you to be able to get you know trade lines credit cards you'll have yes yes, people will start knocking they'll start sending you stuff Mm -hmm. in the mail um and they'll be knocking on your door to give you credit so that's one uline is another one Mm -hmm. and just be smart be Mm -hmm. wise with the credit that's given to you make sure you register your business with dun and bradstreet yeah um i know if you google that you'll start to have third party companies mm-hmm. kind of hit you up and try to get you to utilize our sources you do not have to do that you yeah. can do it yourself that's and right. it's all it is is putting in the information so make sure that you're registered um, and utilizing those resources that you know help you get going and it's, it's really not hard I know some people um, it, it, it does take time to build right. and mm-hmm. get um, and, and you know build up to uh, higher levels of, of capital but yeah. you can start small try to stay away from being you know a personal guarantor as much as possible right. um, but if you have to start mm-hmm. just work with your accountant to make sure that you're doing it properly because right. like I said we've done that um, and we've just you know worked through the process to make mm-hmm. sure that we were you know writing things off the right way mm-hmm. so those would be my nuggets what yeah. would you guys like to share as, I, as kind of final thoughts for today's show I don't know I totally agree with you yeah. because you know if you take those small steps and you mm-hmm. pace yourself um, then you can progress on to larger lines of credit mm-hmm. and be able to use that that asset mm-hmm. and build and continue to build the credit. Yeah, it's just all about being a good steward. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. I agree too. Um, you you do have to take the baby steps. You yeah. know what I mean. Start off with something small. You get a get a credit card in your business name and then just yes. use that for something small and then over time they'll start increasing that credit limit and That's then right. when you go to Brad and Dun- Bradford and Dunn Street Dunn and Bradstreet Dunn and Bradstreet you'll start to see that you know your business credit is going up and yeah. um, you definitely want to have the business credit because then when you start branching off and you start growing you start getting things in your business name you know right. the other things like uh, People don't know that, you know, when you have an office in your house, you can write off that yes, office. Can. Yeah, yeah that's you can write that off. That's, that's, that's your own particular <laughs> that's office. Right. Yep. You know, your computer, your desk. If that's you right. remodel your office, you can write those things off. Absolutely. You know? Internet, you know, Wi-Fi, yeah, phone, all those things. Yeah, all phones, those cell things. phones, that's so right. many different things. But you got to have that structure of a business in order to take advantage of those things. You can't just be um, putting everything in your name because yeah. they're going to be like, well, that's just you. That's, that's not your company. You. That's right. Right. Yep. Exactly. So those are really good 
great, really great, great tips mm-hmm. and tricks. Look, we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're uh, falling apart there. Yeah. Uh, those are really good tips and tricks. Um, again, you know, like you said, start small. Yeah. Um, don't be defeated if you don't have yes. a lot of capital. You let your day job fuel yeah. your passion and your business. That's right. Um, and that that's pretty much it. So we thank you guys for tuning in to the Nelson Johnson Show. Thanks for sitting in as we fill in for Mr. Nelson Johnson yeah, we miss himself. You, Nelson. <laughs> but he will be back. Um, so thank you for tuning in. Mm-hmm. And that's it for today. It's a wrap. All right. Time's on when my mind's gone and I'm flying home and I'm stressed out and I'm tempted to get that cell phone and go pull it up, but you know what's up and you know that.